Hello guys and welcome back to another episode. As always, I am so happy that you're here. And now that it's summertime, I hope that you're having a wonderful time. Whether you are enjoying yourselves on an island, whether you are still working and haven't gone on holidays yet, but I hope you're having a great time. So, you haven't heard me in a while, but I have come back here. And today's episode is all about the beginner's guide to Formula One. You know that I started watching Formula One two years ago in 2021 and specifically the first Grand Prix that I ever saw was the 2021 Monaco Grand Prix. When I actually got into the Formula One world, it got me some time to understand most things. Uh, At first, I didn't know any of the drivers. I have only seen uh, some of them on TikTok. I didn't know their names, Uh, the teams. I only knew that there was a Ferrari because of Charles. But other than that, I had no clue what to expect, how many teams there were, drivers, who were they. So I wanted someone to give me kind of a guide to tell me that, you know, uh, in Formula 1 there are a number of drivers, some teams and some of the rules. So because I found that I needed something like that when I first started, I thought that why don't I make a guide for the beginners, for the people that just started watching Formula 1 because I want to help them because I know how difficult it is for the first races to kind of sit and watch without having absolutely no idea what's going on. So today's episode is all about that and I think I'm gonna start with the most uh, important, the drivers and the teams. I will start first with the teams so I can say the name of the team and then their two drivers so it's more um, easy to understand for all of you. I will start with the most successful team in F1 and with the team that Formula 1 cannot do without. But this team makes us suffer every Saturday and Sunday. But this team is not other than Ferrari. Scuderia Ferrari, all of you, the most famous team in F1. And its two drivers are Charles Leclerc with the number 16 and Carlos Sainz with number 55. Then I will move on with my second favorite team, which is Mercedes. And its two drivers are Lewis Hamilton with number 44. He is a seven times world champion. And George Russell with number 63. Then I will move on with Red Bull. A very winning team in 2023. 
and Red Bull has Max Verstappen with number one for these two years or number 33 then we have Sergio Perez with number 11 now I think I want to continue with McLaren the orange team with Lando Norris with number four and Oscar Piastri a rookie for this year with the number 81 after McLaren I will go with Aston Martin, a British team, with Fernando Alonso, with number 14, and Lance Stroll with number 18. After Aston Martin, uh, I will tell you about Alpine, a French team with two French drivers. I think Alpine has now become a huge family of French people. And the two French people of Alpine that matter the most are Pierre Gasly with number 10 and Esteban Ocon with number 31. Then I think I'm gonna go with Alpha Tauri, Italian team, but we had some changes in Alpha Tauri in the middle of the season. We had Yuki Tsunoda one of the drivers and some races ago I can say we had Nick De Vries as a driver but unfortunately and fortunately at the same time Alpha Tauri told Nick that he had to leave the team and they brought another driver and that driver is Daniel Ricciardo I love Daniel you know how much I love Daniel. I'm so happy that he's back. I, I'm closing the parentheses that I've opened. And yeah, Yuki Tsunoda with the number 22 and Daniel Ricciardo with the number 3. Then we have Alfa Romeo, another Italian team with two amazing drivers for me I really love both of them uh, we have Valtteri Bottas former uh, driver for Mercedes so Valtteri's number is 77 and also we have Zhu Guanyu I'm trying not to say his name a lot of times because I have no idea how his name is pronounced, so I will not try to kill the name. But we have Zhu with the number 24, our Chinese man. Then, with the two teams left, we have Williams, a historic team, Formula 1 as well, with Alexander Albon. I love Alex with number 23 and Logan Sargent, also a rookie, with number 2. I really like Sergeant, even if he's American. No hate to be Americans, okay? Then I will finish off with Haas F1 team with Kevin Magnussen with number 20 and Nico Hulkenberg with number 27. And as Ricardo says, Nico Hulkenberg. Yeah, I'm, I'm stopping right now. These were the drivers and the teams. 
And now I think I'm gonna go with how the weekends are formed. So a Formula One weekend usually begins on Thursday when the drivers have their media day. And that media day is when they are being interviewed and they are, are being asked if they brought some updates to the car, how their weekend is gonna go, and like a summary of what they're expecting uh, in that weekend. Then on Friday, we have the actual on track racing. So on Friday, when there isn't a sprint race, I will tell um, what a sprint is, I think, in another episode. Uh, on Friday, if it's a normal F1 weekend, we have two free practice sessions. What these practice sessions are, um, they the drivers have one hour to complete as many fast laps as they can. And during the free practices, if there is a red flag or something, the time still runs. It doesn't stop. So it's really crucial and really important for the drivers to not crash or and not waste any time on other things regarding the car. They try to do as many laps as they can in order to be prepared as as good as they can for the qualifying. Now, we have Friday with these two free practices and then we have Saturday. I think Saturday for me is my favorite day regarding the Formula 1 weekend because we have the last free practice, also an hour, and then I think after two or three hours after the practice, we have the qualifying. I think qualifying is my favorite. I love qualifying. I love the fast laps that the drivers do. And what is qualifying? During qualifying, there are three stages, Q1, Q2, Q3. Everyone starts in Q1 and all the drivers are racing and doing fast laps. They are not uh, in order. They can do, they can leave the track whenever they want and go to the pits, I mean, and they can do the fast laps whenever they want. But in uh, they have to do it in a specific time. And I think that time is 20 minutes or 15 minutes, somewhere like that. And they have to be in order to pass in Q2 above the 15th, the 16th, the 70th, the 80th, the 90th and the 20th driver do not pass on Q2 and will start and they will start on, on Saturday uh, in order they finished on Saturday in a sense right now, but I'm trying <laughs> to make it understandable. Then in Q2, 15 drivers pass. And we have these 15 drivers that are trying to be above the 10th. So the 11th, the 12th, the 13th, the 14th and the 15th do not pass in Q3. And as in Q1, uh, the way they finish in Q2, uh, that way they start on Sunday. And then we have Q3, the last stage of qualifying where the last 10 drivers are fighting for pole position 
and pole position is the fastest lap and the position that you will start on Sunday, which is the first. If you got pole position, you start first on Sunday. So we have 10 drivers racing for pole position and the way they finish in Q3, they start like that on Sunday. So to sum up, the way that you finish on qualifying, you start like that on Sunday, on race day. And if you got the ball, you're very, very lucky. Then we have Sunday, which is race day. And yeah, it's only the race. I think two hours of race. Either it's on afternoon, either it's a night race. I love night races. Either it's early in the morning or really late at night. And you have pure racing. Either it is 47 laps, either it is 78, 78 laps. You've got racing only racing only 20 drivers uh, racing around in circles for like two hours three hours two and a half uh so that is the format of the f1 weekend and then after the race we have the podium which is where the trophies are given to the drivers where the national anthems are being played and yeah, if you started watching Formula 1 this year, then I think you should have learned the Dutch uh, national anthem by heart. But if you're like me, I switched off the TV because I got sick of watching Verstappen winning the race. But uh, that was the format. Uh, what else can I say which is really important? We have the tires. I think I'm gonna speak a little about the tires. We have we have three compounds: the red one, which is the soft compound, the yellow one, which is the medium compound, and the white one or gray one, which is the hard compound. These three compounds are used for like sunny weather or basically weather that it's not raining. When it's raining, uh, or when it's raining, we have other two compounds. When it's just started raining, we used the green compound, which is the intermediate compound. When it's raining, and I mean raining a lot, we use the blue compound, which is the wet compound. I think that in the previous years of Formula 1, they had many more colors, but they kept only these five colors. And I'm sad about it because... I saw that they have a pink, a purple compound, and they were beautiful. Bring them back. But uh, returning to the compounds, the soft compound is the fastest compound, the red one. But it is it has much more degradation for the others. The degradation is where the tire starts to fall out and break. The medium compound is just like the name, its name, medium. It's not that fast, but it's a little slower than the red compound. But I think it's a little more better as far as degradation is concerned. Then we have the white compound, which is the slowest compound. 
but I think it's even better compound when there it is too hot and you have to put it for like many 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 laps because it does not degrade degradate I think as much as the others so red compound the fastest but it's not for many laps usually the red is used for qualifying because it's the fastest and you want to receive the fastest lap but you also have the medium which is the medium it's a little slower but it's better than the soft in degradation and then the white the slowest but the better the best you have to you you can use it in too many laps and then the wet and the intermediate I don't know basically the difference I only know that intermediate is for a little rain and wet is for full rain but I don't know if they have other difference other than that so these were the compound um, and you know from track to track they change how hard the tire is you know we have a C4, C3, C1 I haven't understood uh, that much of the tires yet but I told you the basics because I only know the basics if you want to learn more search it I do not care that much about the tire so I'm not looking into it yet and I think I'm gonna finish this first part of the F1 guide uh, with some uh, of the basics flags in Formula 1 First of all, we have the green flag, which, which means that everything is okay, you can race, nothing is going on. My favorite flag. Then you have the yellow flag, which is, which makes me a little angry, but nothing uh, crazy. Which is, which means that something is going on, slow down, or someone has crashed and can move. But we have, or there are hazards in the track, so be careful, slow down. You cannot pass the other, I think. And it's a safety yellow flag. It's, yeah, it's a safety flag. Then we have the red, red flag, which means that stop. Uh, the session is stop or the race is stop. You have to go back to the pits. You cannot overtake one another and usually this flag is used when there are crashes or uh, something happened to the track and needs to be repaired or are, there are crazy weather conditions and you cannot start the race so something like that then we have the blue flag uh, and usually the blue flag are given to the cars I'm going to explain that imagine uh, during the race that you have Verstappen first and then you have Hulkenberg last if Hulkenberg finds himself in front of Max because Max is far too fast and goes to give a lap to Hulkenberg then the blue flag is given to Hulkenberg because you know because it means that oh you know you're the slower the slowest car then you have a fastest car approaching so you need to step aside in order for him to pass and go and be in his correct place. I think I hope you understood. 
because you know it's really difficult explaining something in English because English is not my native language and I know the meaning of the flags and everything in my uh, language so it's really pretty difficult to explain that in English but I'm trying and I hope you understood and then we have the checked flag which is the black you know the flag that is like the chest and this uh, this flag is given on the final lap of the race when you finish the race and when Chekhov finished the race so these four I think I've told you flags are the most basic flags that you've ever seen in an F1 uh, race and I think that and I think for the first part of the F1 guide these four flags uh, you need to know about but other than that I think you're good I think these are the most basic things that you need to know to watch a Formula 1 race and also if anyone asks because I think it's the most popular question in, uh, for the new fans what DRS means and DRS means drug reduction system do not ask me what that means I have no idea I haven't searched it but I think it's kind of something about the aerodynamics of the car because the, the rear wing open and opens and it makes the car go faster that's all I know or if you want to joke about also DRS means Danny Rick Supermancy Danny Ricardo Supermancy so if you want to joke use that and the drag reduction system but that was it for the first my first F1 beginner's guide I hope you liked it I hope you found it useful and I can't wait to see you on the next episode bye guys Thank you.